0: Welcome to Advent Voices, Conversations with Claire, the podcast that brings you closer to the heart of the Advent Episcopal School community. I'm your host, Claire Cassidy Vaughn, and I'm thrilled to invite you on a journey through the vibrant stories, experiences, and insights of the incredible individuals who make up our Advent community. Hello everyone, and thank you for joining me on this exciting venture. I'm Claire Cassidy Vaughn, the Head of School at Advent Episcopal School, right here in the heart of downtown Birmingham. As a proud JPK through 8th grade Independent Episcopal School, we've been nurturing young minds and fostering a sense of community for years. But you know, there's something truly magical about hearing the voices behind the stories that shape our community. This podcast is all about celebrating those voices, the students, the teachers, the parents, the alumni, and all the remarkable individuals who contribute to making Advent the extraordinary place that it is. From heartwarming anecdotes to thought-provoking discussions, Advent Voices is a platform where we'll dive deep into the passions, inspirations, challenges, and triumphs of our community members. Whether it's a student discovering their love for science, a teacher finding innovative ways to engage young minds, or a parent reflecting on the journey of raising a child, each story adds a layer to the rich tapestry that is Advent. And as we explore these stories together, we'll gain a deeper appreciation for the connections that bind us and the values that guide us. Through this podcast, we'll learn about the diverse talents and experiences that our community members bring to the table. We'll explore how the Episcopal values of compassion, respect, and a commitment to service shape the lives of our students and guide our interactions. And we'll laugh, reminisce, and perhaps shed a tear as we uncover the shared moments that make Advent a true family. So whether you're an alum, a current student, a parent, a faculty member, or simply someone interested in the power of community-driven education. Advent Voices, Conversations with Claire, promises to deliver enlightening and heartwarming conversations that capture the essence of who we are. Join me as we embark on this journey of discovery, connection, and celebration. Stay tuned for inspiring episodes where we sit down with some of the incredible people who contribute to our Advent community. Their voices will leave you inspired, uplifted, and proud to be a part of the Advent family. This is Advent Voices, Conversations with Claire. Let the conversations begin. Uh, Hello, everybody, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Advent Voices, where we bring together the diverse voices of our school community. I am your host, Claire Vaughn, the head of school here at Advent Episcopal School. And in today's episode, our very first, we are super excited. I'm super excited that we have Carrington Hodge, who is an alum from the class of 2019. Carrington, it is an absolute pleasure to have you here today. Um, Would love for you to just kind of introduce introduce yourself a little bit of your Advent history and where you are now uh, to our listeners.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. It is always my honor and pleasure to speak about my Advent experience. I went to Advent from 2009 to 2019. I was a full pre K through eighth grade student and I became involved with the school because my dad is also an alum. So that is a great history that the two of us have together. So every year during lessons in carols now, we get to go up and sing a holy night together. And that's a very sweet tradition. Um, And then from Advent, I transitioned to the Jefferson County International Baccalaureate School, which I just graduated from in 2023. And now I am a freshman at Vanderbilt University. So I'm very excited to kick off this new experience. I think I may want to major in neuroscience as a pre-med student, Um, but also a little fun fact, I'm on the dance team. So that has been another fun experience, too. Enjoying college, but this past year I've had the amazing opportunity to represent Shelby County, Alabama, and now America through the Distinguished Young Women program. And that has been truly a blessing to me. It is a scholarship program that just really highlights women empowerment and women succeeding in this world. And I've been able to go on through each stage of the competition, and I am the current national title holder
0: that is amazing carrington what an accomplishment um and it's a good thing you're not very busy um so we appreciate um that you were uh, able to carve some time out um to talk today that really um is, is such a testament to, um, just you. And, um, we're just, I know everyone here at Advent has been so thrilled to kind of watch you go through that journey. So, um, that was a super introduction and you hit on a whole variety of things and we're going to try and talk about each of them. So we'll kind of dive right in. Um, really awesome that you and your dad share that history with the school. Um, neat to have that multi-generation experience. So if you go all the way back Back to your time at Advent. Talk to us about um, any particular favorite memories or experiences um, when you think about uh, your years at Advent. I think one
1: of the special things is that you really are not only watching yourself grow, but you're watching your peers grow year after year, but you also get to keep special relationships with the teachers. So Miss Drew was my 4k teacher, but by eighth grade year, she was my librarian. And so we still today have a special bond. We get, um, Christmas cards from her every year and her daughter and I take updated pictures every time we meet to see like how far we've come so that's always an incredibly special relationship um, being able to grow together but I would also say that the experiences that Advent gives during your eighth grade year is something that is beyond a measure I mean Our class was a class of 24, and I would say that we grew very close in such a short amount of time from being involved in the play and after school rehearsals and also managing doing French convention and going on trips to the Cahaba River, but also learning how to write a lab report and a research paper and being able to balance all of these different things just as an eighth grader. And then when it comes to like high school applications, because that's usually the route for an advent um, eighth grader to go to a high school with an application. And I would say that greatly prepared me for the college experience. Um, We're learning how to do an interview or writing an essay or asking a teacher how to receive a recommendation letter. Um, Miss Peters and Miss Crawford and Mamsie were great um references for me and just saying the right way of how to approach someone um in order to give them a thank you letter and how the true meaning of a handwritten note. So just little pieces that I think advent has left an impact on me. Um, our fifth grade trip to DC was something that I loved and I can now say my best friend is in DC um going to Georgetown. And I think that trip definitely helped spawn that love for politics for her. So Advent definitely has left a mark on me.
0: That's awesome. I love that you talk about not just the academic preparation, but also things like interview skills and things like thank you notes um, and the sort of breadth of experience, because I think that's one of the things that we talk about a lot and that you hear represented from people in our community in a lot of different ways is that it's not just about academics. It's not just about being smart or, you know, being bright, but it's really about sort of the whole picture and the way that in order to share that academic ability requires strong communication skills and it requires learning how to be kind to people and learning how to engage with people who are different than you are. So can you talk a little bit more about how you feel like Advent's how you feel like the the whole child approach the academics and the character development how that's had an impact on the way that you approach um engaging with people even at vanderbilt
1: i think being surrounded by so many ages you definitely learn how to weave your way in and out of conversations, how to talk to people, um, how to communicate with someone that's older than you, someone that's younger than you, whether you're being a peer or a mentor or the mentee. Um, I really think that the buddy system that we do a lot or whether that's cross and shield where you actively are getting to engage with the younger kids as an um. Upper school student, or whether that's just you walking past a cute little group of um, pre kindergartners in the hallway and seeing hi, and just seeing how bright and shiny their faces get. Um, so truly, being able to watch and go through each stage of Advent, I think, is going to have a lasting impression on your development of character. Um, even just learning how to talk to teachers. I mean, yes, we do like little conduct things, but it's not in a way to punish people. It's to encourage what kindness can do and how to have strong relationships with people. And the further along you have this connection and relationship, it's like the beginning of your networking skills. So just being able to have that foundation is very important.
0: That's great. I'd also love for you to touch on the decision, or maybe it was always an assumption that you would stay all the way through eighth grade. And just talk about, you referenced this just with a lot of the special eighth grade activities and and parts of the eighth grade experience, but talk a little bit about the decision to finish your um, Advent career all the way through eighth grade.
1: I just knew it was always something so special to be able to say, I finished. Um, I think it is very rewarding that you've gone through 10, possibly 11 years of dedicating yourself to your education, but also having the opportunity to be involved in the arts and extracurricular activities and athletics. I think I've always felt that Advent gave me exposure to not only a strong academic setting, but the environment around me. I mean, taking field trips to the children's theater or whenever there were activities going on at the um, Civil Rights Institute or going to Vulcan or now with CityWalk, there's just so many different opportunities. And I think that As you get older, it is very important to branch outside of the classroom to seek those resources rather than just being there. And then, of course, I always wanted to be in choir, and then I transitioned into being an acolyte. Um, Getting to play on the rooftop was an upper school activity that I'd always wanted to do. Um, I'd always imagined myself being in the plays. Um, As an arts kid, that was something that I very much enjoyed. But I think a lot of it had to do with the teachers. My dad always harped on Um, his writing teacher that's no longer there, um, as well as Ms. Ham, who is a retired teacher. But I was lucky enough to kind of have the wave of both the old school and the new school of Advent. So I kind of have gone through both sides and I've loved being able to have teachers of a diverse background, whether they're more of a traditional style or more of a new wave with more technology and using the Chromebooks on a day-to-day basis. And so still being able to write in cursive that's something I do on a daily basis in college. And people look at me like I'm writing the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> like, you no, know, that's just something that I learned at admin and I'm gonna continue to use it. Um, and I definitely think sticking all the way through and being able to say that I graduated from a school that is so unique in the way that it truly fosters a child um, in order to get them to the next transition of their education. And so I'm very proud of that.
0: That's awesome. Um, kind of quickly touched base on transitioning from Advent to JCIB, I'm sure was quite a journey. Um, and those are definitely two different schools. Um, awesome. JCIB is an awesome school, but talk to us a little bit about how you feel like your experience at Advent helped you adapt to being in a different space, um, because they're not the same school. And so what, what worked well, what were challenges? how, How do you feel like being at Advent prepared you, even though JCIB is a very different type of school?
1: I would honestly say, I mean, coming in and pointing to a rigorous high school, it was a very smooth transition for me when it came to academics. Um, I'm knowing how to write a paper already, lab reports, um, being able to analyze and break down um, pieces of information, having that very strong math foundation when you have the opportunity to start math in seventh grade. So all of that was very smooth. I would probably say, which a lot of people would in a social setting, um, it was a new school for me and a new school for anyone is going to be a little bit of a transition. And I think maybe there are around four or five Advent students who had come. So we did stay a pretty tight knit group um, with a class of 60 of us that just graduated. Um, But ultimately, once you find your people, once you find your little group, um, and I'm assuming that everyone that you'll be surrounded with is going to all be devoted to academics and education, then you will continue to just have a smooth transition. Um, I would love to say and constantly have heard that the Advent students are standing out in these type of social settings and academic settings and you can tell the foundation that they have as opposed to sometimes when people don't have that academic setting, they have to start over in high school, whereas the case for me and the other students I know, it was more of just a continuation of all the things that Advent had been preparing us for.
0: That's awesome. Um, Congratulations again on being named Distinguished Young Woman of America. That is remarkable, um, in so many different ways. Tell us a little bit about, I'd love to hear kind of your initial reaction to the news when you found out, um, and, uh, and what the responsibilities and duties, what does that actually looked like as you have, you know, entered your first year of college and just talk to us a little bit about the experience.
1: Yes. So I think there's when I first found out I won the local level, I was like, okay, like that, that's fine. We can do this. We can go to state and we can represent Shelby County. I got this. And then we go to state and realizing that. I'm going to have to answer a question on stage without preparation and like speak in front of judges and then a judgmental audience. Like I was I was very shocked and I was like, I'm just going to pray that I do my best and we'll see what happens. And then I walked away with the Alabama title. And now I'm like, okay, now I'm going to have to go do this all over again one more time on a national stage. And so just knowing that I was surrounded by such talented girls from all across the nation and still having that opportunity to come out being the national representative of the 2023 class, I think I was just in shock, but thankful that all the hard work that had led up to that moment um, really paid off. It is a true testament to um, scholarship, leadership, and talent, and how that can have such great benefits on the development of a young woman. So it focuses on scholastics, interview, um, talent, a uh, fitness portion, and then self-expression, which is that speaking extemporaneous extemporaneously portion. And so just being able to have the opportunity to represent this program and then also walk away with money to go towards my education at Vanderbilt Not has bad. been a great opportunity. Exactly. Um, so this year I will finish out my term as the distinguished young woman of Alabama until January, but the America title will be held until June when the class of 2024 representative is named. But so far I really am just the social media girl. So, (laughs) um, they understand, or they also came to me and said, the purpose of this program is to get you in college and to showcase you. So I am just focused on being a college student right now. And so I really do appreciate that part of the program. Um, but I will come back to Mobile in November for Veterans Day because they do a big celebration down there. So I'll get to be a part of those festivities. And then for spring break, I'll get a trip to New York. And I'm very excited about that. Awesome. I'm going to go see so many shows. Um, so I'm very very impatiently waiting to start planning that trip. And then the only other thing that so far has been planned is just getting back to Mobile in June again, and I'll represent the program more while I'm down there. So They'll do an oyster eating contest at Wenzel's. And while I did not participate last year and I'm planning not to participate again this year, they will do like a reveal of my portrait because all of the DYWs have a portrait hanging up in Wenzel's down there. So it'll be fun little Aww. festivities like that. Yeah. And then being able to speak on behalf of the program at different luncheons and different service projects. So,
0: That's so it's going to be exciting. All right. How many of your Vanderbilt uh, friends know that you hold this title?
1: Um, I think a few more find out every day. I actually just received my stationery and name tag and my roommate's like, okay, I think you actually have to tell me what this means now. And so <laughs> now I like try to break it down and I'm like, it's not a pageant because we do not call it a pageant. It's a scholarship competition, but it's in a similar form or fashion. It's just They they think they think I'm a little crazy. But once I once I break it down and give it to them, they're like, okay. We understand why you're at Vanderbilt
0: now. (laughs) I mean, rooming with a celebrity, I'd say. (laughs) Um, Let's talk a little bit about Vanderbilt. I am obviously so thrilled that you're there. Um, So you and I share that we are both graduates of Advent. I was the class of 2003. And then we also share our Vanderbilt connection. So I attended Vanderbilt as an undergraduate and then actually just finished my graduate degree from there. So I got to spend some good time um, in Nashville last summer and this summer and all on the Peabody campus. So um, I've walked by your dorm room and just have such fond memories of being there as an undergraduate student. It was just really a remarkable experience. And certainly starting college is a significant milestone for anyone. Um Tell us a little bit about your experience so far. You're about a month or so in. Anything that's really surprised you or been really different than what you expected? Um, We'd love to just sort of hear how the start's gone. Um, I'm going to say
1: that it it honestly just feels like an extended summer camp. So if anyone has ever done like an overnight like a long 3 weeks that's what it feels like here just you have a little bit more responsibility like no one's going to wash your clothes for you if you have dishes you have to figure that out you constantly have to figure out your food situation are you going to use your meal plan or are you going to use your money um so small things like that um but actually I feel like when it comes to academics and then having a social life it has honestly been a very similar balance to high school so that transition has been pretty smooth except for the early mornings as a part of the dance team they like to start practice at six o'clock um that that is very early um luckily it's like on campus so it's not like I'm going too far but that that has been a transition but it gives you time at the end of your day to mm-hmm. do whatever it is that you want, whether that's continuing studying or eating food, having fun with your friends. So I think really just figuring out what to do with my time and the best way to make that time has been something that I'm figuring out. And it's it's luckily has been paying off so far. Um But also, I mean, I've met so many great people from all over, both some from Birmingham, some from international. Um, Everyone has been extremely nice. And I think also having still that SEC sense has been something that's keeping me like a good sense of home.
0: Yeah, that's great. Okay. I want to hear about the dance team because I saw an awesome video of you charging the Vanderbilt field with a giant flag and leaving by the way, everyone in the dust because you were running so fast. So tell us about the dance team. Had you planned to join it? Um, what's been the best part and how has that changed your experience for Saturday SEC football?
1: Yes. I've always been a dancer. I did competitions all throughout, uh, gosh, probably middle school and high school. And so I knew that that was something that I definitely wanted to continue in college. And so I sent in a video to the dance team. I was like, hey. I'm here. Would you like to accept me? And the, they were very willing. And so I'm grateful for that opportunity. Um, and then I arrived on campus and it turns out I'm like the tallest on the team. So they were like, Carrington, you're going to run the big flag at the games. It's like, okay, this will be a new experience for me. I just don't want the football team to catch up. I'm just going to run as fast as I can so that I won't get trampled. And I turned around after I'd crossed the field and they're still on like the 50 yard line. I'm like, Oh gosh, I've just left everybody like behind me and my mom recorded a video. I was like, did I do good? And she was like, I mean, you, you just took off. You, you left everybody. Um, So that did make for a really funny video. And then the following week they moved me to the middle flag, which I thought was, you know, hold me back, but actually it's bigger. Um, so it is holding me back, but it is also more weight to run across the field. So <laughs> now learning how to stay in pace with the rest of the team, but also continue carrying the flag against the wind. But it truly has been so much fun. We dance at football games and we've done soccer. So that's a new experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're about to enter basketball season and then we'll do baseball here too. So it's truly been a lot of fun. We get some perks of the athletic side, too. We get to eat in their um, dining hall, which Ooh. I'm going to have to say it's, it's the best food on campus. We only get to go like before and after practice. So it's very limited. But when we get to go in there, that's that's the best time of the day.
0: Four years at Vanderbilt. I never got to do that. So I'm super impressed. You you have figured it out. Um, talk to us a little bit about, do you have a favorite class that you're taking right now? I know you kind of at the very beginning of our conversation talked about some things you were thinking about as far as kind of future career, but tell us about you know what you're studying, what you're enjoying, and then what you're looking forward to.
1: So right now I am in two African-American studies classes and then a intro to neuroscience class and calculus. So- Calculus is really just, you know, help stem my pre-med track sorts. You know, I do love math, so that is helping me. Um, And then intro to neuro, I really do want to be a neuroscience major. And so this is getting me very similar to a psychology class I took in high school. And so I'm really just loving the concept of the brain and how it seriously does like have control over both your like functions, but also your identity and personality. So that has been a very interesting class. But I will say my favorite is probably Medical Apartheid, which is a, an African American studies class. And we've been focusing on Black women and gynecology, and how they've really like spurred this movement of, being used as experiments and specimens and then their body parts have been used to like stem all of these different surgeries and I think right now we just started a unit on Henrietta Lacks and so I just led a discussion on the immortal life of Henrietta Lacks by Rebecca Skloot and just learning of all the different things that her cells did but also learning about talking about her as a human. So classes have been very interesting here Um, but I'm really looking forward to just logging more classes into my cart for all of the next year's here. I think that's probably been <laughs> most fun going through the list of classes yeah. that. The-
0: yeah, that's awesome. That's really, really wonderful. Um, well, Carrington, thank you so much for sharing so much of that. As you think about your journey so far um, from Advent to JCIB, your experience with the Distinguished Women of America to your start at Vanderbilt, thinking about all of those different things, what advice would you give to students who are currently at Advent? If there's anything that you feel like if you had to give them, you know, three pieces of advice, three tips, um, what would you want to share with them?
1: Ooh, listen to your teachers. I know. I, 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 I'm a rule follower. So I definitely did do that. Um, but they they obviously know what's best for you. They've been there. They, they're invested in you. They're there to be there for you. They're there to be your guiding lights. And so I would definitely say that's my first. Um, secondly, try new things, take risks and just get involved. Um, I never would have thought that I would be a distinguished young woman of anything um I always loved to talk and loved to rock across the stage but I didn't know that this was something that I could possibly be doing I didn't even know that I was a strong enough student to be at Vanderbilt so just taking risks and opening yourself to new opportunities is only going to be beneficial in the end. If it turns out it's something you don't like, well, now you know, like maybe your strengths and weaknesses or what you do and don't like, but I would definitely suggest taking risks. Um, And lastly, I would say maybe Start finding people that you look up to. It doesn't have to be anyone that is so grand or doing making new discoveries. It could be like a simple eighth grader. If you love the fact that they talk to you in the hallway or you see that um, there may be an acolyte or a choir member, just talk to them, form new relationships. Um, You never know where it can take you. I actually just saw one of an old Advent student getting ready to go to the Beyonce concert. And we just <laughs> randomly saw in the mall trying to find our outfits. And because we were in choir together and she was like my big sister there, we were like, oh my gosh, like, it's so good to see you. And now she's just graduated from Auburn and going off to do good things. And so I think you have this special bond of people that go to Advent. They know what you went through and they know the uniqueness and beauty of going through this um, school system and so just being able to have that relationship forever and ever with um, as many people as possible is something that is definitely going to keep you grounded but also help boost your career and whatever you want to do in the future
0: yeah that's great Um, All right, two more questions for you as we wrap up. Um, And these will be two questions that I ask um, each of our interviewees as we move forward for this podcast series. So um, the first one is, if you were talking to a prospective parent, uh, someone who was considering Advent for their child, what is the one thing you would want them to know about Advent?
1: There's so many. Let's see the one. Probably that their child will not walk out of there the same way that they walked in. In some in some aspect. Um, I mean, I was four and then 13 when I left so it was definitely a drastic change um but I mean over time I could just definitely see myself becoming more confident um meeting people who I probably would have never met if I hadn't gone to a school 45 minutes away from my house um I think that definitely had a lot to do with the person I am now just being able to have friendship outside of the local community um Yeah. And then forming relationships with my teachers. I mean, you you're just a different person for going to Advent. And I think it shows on all of the students that have come out.
0: Yeah. All right. Last question for you. What is your very favorite Advent tradition?
1: Probably lessons and carols. That's my
0: favorite. It gets me
1: every time. Um, last year as a senior in high school was my first time being able to come back as a former student. And so just being there and kind of reliving everything that goes on. I mean, when you're at Advent. It's like, oh, it's just lessons and carols. Like we do this every year. But then when you come back, it's like, you know, they actually spend so much time like working on it. And I don't think they realize how beautiful of a program it truly is and the impact that it has on the community and those who come back. And just to see that this is still something that the school dedicates its time to and that it hasn't been lost because it is just such a remarkable aspect of the school. So that's and
0: It's a good one. Uh, Carrington, (laughs) thank you so much for your time today. It's been awesome catching up with you and just hearing about your many adventures. Um, We know that you are bound for remarkable things, and we cannot wait to continue to follow along and to see what the future holds for you. Uh, To our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to our very first episode here with Carrington Hodge. I'm looking forward to sharing more conversations that capture the essence of who we are as a community. And so until next time, take care and remember that your voice matters.